Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Sacred Space Sunday. Or if you're listening to the podcast, welcome to Nia Center Engage, Educate, and Empower. My name is Mark Christmas. I'm our director of holistic wellness. Next to me is my wife, Nan Jewel, executive director and founder of the Nia Center. Um, and the director of all things spiritual here. Rattlers won the HBCU national uh, yeah. championship yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. They beat the Howard Bisons. Uh, shout out to the HBCU uh, folks that are maybe tuned in or, or listening to this. Uh, the Veep wow. dropped by. Hmm? The Veep dropped by. Oh yeah, the Veep dropped by. They say I saw her. She was in this up in the suite with her husband, and I don't know who else there was up there. But so I guess some friends or family. Um, absolutely, absolutely. She's a- a Howard alum, so you know she went to represent for the Bisons, but you know couldn't 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 overcome that Rattler bite. I know, I know it was a good it was a good game. I know you didn't get a chance to see it, but it was good. We tried to give it away, but we came back strong in the in the second half. So uh, that was good. That was cool. Hey, Lakita. Hey, how you doing? Um, fam, you yeah. Um, we haven't, they, I don't think they've had a game in Atlanta in a long time either. It's been a no, long it's time. it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I would have loved to experience that that Rattler-Atlanta game energy once again. I have many, many, many fond memories of spending time there and having lots of fun um, at FAMU when we used to do FAMU-TSU. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Uh-oh. <laughs> good morning god morning the atl is blowing still blowing it was an epic experience i bet i bet and this yeah. is when i really appreciate social media because when you can't be in a place but you know your family and others are there i can go on and get a little bit of the energy through the photos and pics so thank you to all who share your experience through social media <laughs> for those of us who can't be there live um, it is the gets you get it around, don't you? Latanya, you, you don't miss. I don't think you miss anything. Good, Good morning, morning, Auntie. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Auntie. Love you too. Love you too. Welcome to Sacred Space Sunday. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what are we doing here? Um, so we are in the holy days season of December, and so yes. you know. There are so many things going on for folks, whether they celebrate or not celebrate. You can't miss the sights and the sounds of this holy season if you live in the United States. They are everywhere. I love it. I love it. I love the lights. I love the decorations. I love the energy. I love the talk of the parties that the people have. It's just a festive season where um, certainly not everybody is happy. And this is also a very tough season uh, for people because it's often associated with so many fond memories. And for those that are no longer here in their physical bodies as, as we once knew them, this can be a very tough time for people. Um, and at the same time, uh, you know, it is an opportunity to choose in a moment some happiness and draw from the, the energy, uh, you know, Latanya Johnson talked about ATL glowing, and I know that it is. But if in many instances, 
around the United States, it's literally glowing with lights. So yeah. uh, I love it. Yeah, I loved it like that. I remember as a kid, we used to drive around the city uh, just to look at some of the, the uh, you know, light decorations that people were doing in their houses. Uh, that was a fond memory I have as a child around Christmas. And we would also, you know, Christmas is a church. And shout out to Morgan Park Pentecostal Church. We would also go Christmas caroling uh, around this time of year. And we'd go to those elderly that were sick and shut in and sing carols. You know, we take a big, like a big bus, like a Greyhound bus around the city and stuff. So that was also a, a good times, good memories as well. Yeah, I wonder how many communities still do that, get out and about, you know, because things have changed so much where it's not really welcomed for uh, strangers or even family to knock on doors unannounced and unplanned. Um, that <laughs> it's, it's a real interesting shift in the culture, right? That even people you know, you know would be shocked and, and, and for many of us chagrined if somebody just showed up on your door unannounced family, friend, or otherwise. And so, <laughs> I think we I think we probably called the head and let them know they were on the list. I don't think we just showed okay. up. Because, okay. uh, <laughs> I mean, you just can't bring 40 people to somebody's house. Yeah. I didn't know if y'all just hit a community. Like, I've, seen, I've never done caroling. I've seen it on okay. television, right? <laughs> and it seems like the people just go out and start singing and yeah. you know, just show up at doors and Say hey, we're here to bring some cheer. Yeah, because we would go in their houses, so uh, oh. we wouldn't be outside. It wouldn't wow. wasn't like you were standing outside. We would go in. I their should house. know, black people, Chicago. You were not going <laughs> to sing outside. If you want a song, you gotta let us in. <laughs> it was usually pretty cold that time of year. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, fond memories though. Very fond memories. Uh, me and my buddy Fred Richmond. Shout out to Fred. He helps with my mom now. Um, uh, we would always be like coming in late from the doing last minute shopping and trying to get to the bus for the bus left us from the church. So that was always a big, a big to do as well. So fond memories for uh, Chicago and Christmas time, particularly the Christmas caroling with the church. So, And shout out to anybody who's watching us on Instagram live. You know, as we say, um, uh, in anything that you share with us goes right back into the program. And we're always looking to improve and expand. So we have now expanded to Instagram Live. So if that is your preferred platform of choice, or you know others that are like, yeah, we would watch, but I'm only on IG. I don't know who would say that, but you know, who knows? Anyways, we are streaming as of today, uh, December 17, 2023, right now, live on IG. So shout out to anybody who's watching us on IG. Um, and, and if anyone should should do so, please uh, put a note in the chat to, to let us know you're there. So um, we appreciate our partner StreamYard for continuing to expand our possibilities, which continues to expand the possibilities of our reach and connection. So want to give thanks for that. Um, before we talk a little bit more about this holy season, I want to say happy birthday to anyone who's having a birthday. And so I don't know, Mark seems to be focused on something now. So we'll just. I was this. just trying to see if I uh, can see it. I don't, see, I don't see it on Instagram. That's what I was looking for. Okay. So uh, um, happy birthday to the Sagittarius that are completing completing their time through December 21st. And as of December 22nd, we then are officially in Capricorn season. Capricorn uh, season. 
Uh-huh. And so happy birthday, um, early birthday to any Capricorns. I've got a lot of wonderful and beautiful Capricorns in my life and that I have known over the years. Um, all the signs are beautiful, but as, as, as you pay attention to your relationships, you very well may begin to see patterns of people that form your closest relationships. And so I have definitely always been uh, drawn to um, friendships with Capricorn. So shout out to Capricorns. Hmm. I didn't know that. How should I feel about that? I don't know. Ask Nikki Bravo. What about Scorpios? What about Scorpios? <laughs> Your season doesn't come around again, my friend. We're almost <laughs> on full rotation around the what's your What's your relationship with them? I am married to one. Oh, okay. Very fond feelings? Very fond feelings. Very fond. Thank you. It's the holiday season. You should be giving, so thank you. This is this is this is how the Scorpios uh tell on themselves and their personality. Well, what about me? What about me? What yes. About yes. What about me? <laughs> so happy birthday, Sagittarius and Capricorns and Scorpios. Inshallah, you will get another shout out <laughs> in the months to come. <laughs> great, great, great. So as you know, um, didn't put our little ticker up. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. Um, the next Nia Center will not be up. That date is incorrect. That is incorrect. That is today's date. And so we will say that uh, the next NIA Center will be in January. It will be the third Sunday in January. Um, so the 21st of January will be the next NIA Center Sacred Space Sunday. So we will 2024. See, so here's your opportunity to write 2024. First opportunity to write 2024, it will be January 21st. There we go, 2024. Same bat channel, same bat time. So hopefully expand it to Instagram. <laughs> right, we may have done it too late. Um, so um, definitely on IG by 2024. So there we have, we have a goal already for 2024, expanding to IG. Uh, Mark, you wanted to talk a little bit about Kwanzaa. Oh, now? Okay. Well, it's a whole little thing. So, oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, like, I didn't know. We can talk about talk about it later. So you can contact us still at the NIA Center. Um, you can contact us at neacenter at gmail.com with any questions, any comments, any feedback, suggestions. If you want to be a guest, if you know someone you think should be a guest, we're definitely going to be doing a lot more guests in 2024, a lot more guests in 2024. We already have someone lined up for February. So definitely be watching uh, your social media in January because we will be promoting a guest speaker for February. And I'm very excited about it, but you'll just have to stay tuned to learn more. We have a what very is your, uh, what is your, what is your, your Zodiac? What's your Zodiac? Aquarius. Aquarius. That's February. <laughs> it is. It is. See how that works? The expectation to know his, but asking me what is mine. Yes, it is February. It is February. I'm still thinking the name of it. I know it, but you know, I can't think of the name. I had a, a blank spot, blank moment. 
Don't don't hold it against. They call it a senior moment. They call it a senior moment at this stage (laughs) of the game. That is that is how they refer to that. (laughs) Uh, So uh, feel free to reach out to us at Nia Center at Gmail, um, and it is the best way to reach us. So with that, um, let's take a moment to become present and just take in the ever present now. So whenever you are, start to just relax into this present moment. If you're driving, continue to focus on the road, but just notice the sounds that you're hearing, the road in front of you. Is it curvy? Is it straight? Is there traffic? Just notice, no judgment, no attachment, just notice. No walking. Acknowledge that in this moment, you and the ground are What does it feel? Other than my voice, what are the sounds of me? the smells. And smooth your city. What do you smell? Are there competing sounds? Now let's take it to our body. Relaxing the shoulders, chin parallel with the feet, eyes relaxed, arms relaxed, neck relaxed. Legs relaxed, hands relaxed, feet relaxed. Notice the experience of allowing relaxation. In this moment in our bodies, what do we feel? Notice the sensations. No judgment. Finally, finding your breath. Looking to control it, only to notice the rhythm of the rise 
Try a shared count. A slow breathe in, a hold, and a long breathe out. I'll count two rounds, and then you count two in your home. Let's begin just with an audible exhale to just get it out, and then we will go with a deep breath in. <sighs> Breathing in, two, three, four, hold, two, three. Breathing out, two, three, four, five, six. Breathing in, two, three, four, hold. Two, three, breathing out. Two, three, four, five, six. On your own, breathing in. Is there a shift? As you're breathing calmer, slowly, is it faster? Simply notice. In the space of now, in this moment of relaxed release, this is where we find alignment and source. Love. The love, the joy of oneness, the perfect peace of connection with that which is within, the non physical nature. That is divine, that is you. It is always available to us as we return to our breath and connect with our bodies in presence. The 
peace you find is the peace of God, the peace of source. Each inflow and exflow represents the circulation of life. Beginning and endings, eternal. Each round of breath. Beginning and ending. In the same space. All perfect. All natural. And it is from this place that we welcome this peace, this present moment, this divine energy that guides us, that that is us. We take it into this now moment as we connect and communicate about all that serves us now, now, now. We give thanks for a manifestation of the one, the eternal being, the energy, the force that is indescribable, unexplainable, not fully knowable, and yet fully felt, acknowledged. And walk. We know that we can be, do, and have anything we want from the space of the line. We'll be saying this to the action of the law, and it's all done in all good. Bashe, so it is. Amen. That continues to remain being one of my favorite part of the programs. Thank you. Thank you. Posture and presence. We need a banner for that. Posture and presence. <laughs> Say that again. The banner for the posture of presence. Sounds great. So, uh, our affirmation it follows on here. So. You want to share it with with the folks for us? Yeah. So affirmation: you take a picture, write it down. You're gonna read it. You were just me out. Yeah. Uh, take a picture, write it down. Uh, whichever uh, works for you. The the way the affirmations work is that you say them out loud, and you say them over a period of several days to reinforce them in terms of um, uh, the meaning and the feeling of the affirmation. So you can repeat after me: I allow myself. To release all that separates me from source slash God. I embrace the now moment as limitless. Knowing I can be, do, have anything I want when I align with source slash God. 
I choose alignment now. Let's do that one more time. I allow myself to release all that separates me from source slash God. I embrace the now moment as limitless, knowing I can do, be, have anything I want when I align with source slash God. I choose alignment now. Let me do it one more time. I heard some misread the second sentence. Uh, I allow myself to release all that separates me from the source God. I embrace the now moment as limitless, knowing I can be, do, have anything I want when I align with source God. I choose alignment now. That's it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yep. So um, this relates to what we are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about today, endings and beginnings. But before we do that, did you want to talk about Kwanzaa now, Mark? I'm not sure when you wanted to talk about it. Sure. So, you know, it's a time of year when you hear sayings like happy holidays or Seasons greetings, right? Uh, some even offer more specifics like Happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas. You know, as you may know, Hanukkah is the eight-day Jewish celebration known as Hanukkah or uh, Hanukkah with a C, spelled with a C. Uh, it commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple in Jerusalem during the second century BC, where according to legend, Jews had risen against their Greek Syrian oppressors in the Maccabean Revolt. Right? Hanukkah. Dedication in Hebrew means uh, begins on the 25th of Keslev on the Hebrew calendar and usually falls in November or December. This year it was December 7th through December 15th. It ended this Friday. Often called the Festival of Lights. The holiday is celebrated with the lighting of the menorah, traditional foods, games, and gifts. Right. So although a relative relatively minor holiday in strictly religious terms, Honda has attained major cultural significance in North America and elsewhere, especially among secular Jews, due to its occurring around the same time as Christmas. Right. Now, Christmas is clear to most people listening. However, a little known fact, even though to me, even to me, is that in the Greek alphabet, X is a symbol uh, for the letter chai. And in the early days of Christian church, Christians use the letter X as a secret symbol to indicate their membership in the church to others. Now, if you know the meaning of X, Xmas, and Christmas, it essentially means the same thing. Christ plus M-A-S equals Christmas. Now, I'll tell you, you know, for many, many years, and, uh, you know, people that have known me that grew up with me, I would always get offended when they would put the X and spell my name with X. And they, like, don't take the Christ out of my name. I didn't know literally they were doing, they were putting Christ in as a shortcut. Um, we didn't know about this Greek alphabet history uh, when I was coming up. So this is some new, some newer news to me in this as an adult. So oddly enough, I'm not here to talk about the holidays, right? I'm here to share some facts about a celebration of the commemoration of black folks, also known as African-American culture, right? specifically an African-American holiday. Now, in 1966, American Maulana Karinga created Kwanzaa. 
and in 1966 during the aftermath of the Watts riots. One of Karinga's goals was to allow Blacks to celebrate themselves and their history to provide identity, purpose, and direction. And this celebration is December 26th through January 1st. According to Karinga, the Kwanzaa derives from the Swahili Matunda Ya Kwanzaa, meaning first fruits. Kwanzaa is the seven principles of Kwanzaa, or Nguzu Saba, originally Nguzu Saba, um, the seven principles of African heritage. Right? They were developed in 1965, a year before Kwanzaa itself. Uh, these seven principles comprise, comprise Kawada, a Swahili word meaning common. Now, each of the seven days of Kwanzaa is dedicated only to one principle as follows. Right? The first day is Umoja, which means unity. To strive for and to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. The second day is Kuchagulia, which means self-determined. To define and name ourselves and create and speak for ourselves. The third principle is Ujima, which means collective work and responsibility, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and solve them together. The fourth principle is Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our stores, shops, and other, other businesses and profit from them together. So this will be a good day to go out and support black businesses. Uh, the fifth principle is Nia, NIA, which means purpose, to make our collective vocation in the building and developing of our community to restore to our people their traditional greatness. The sixth principle means Kuamba, Kuamba, it's Kuamba, uh, which means creativity, to always do as much as we can in a way that we can to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited. So that's a good day to clean, right? And seventh day is Imani, which is uh, January 1st, which means faith, to believe with all our hearts and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Now, Kawanza and all its symbols represent values and concepts reflective of African culture and contribution to community building and reinforcement. Right? Now, we found it particularly interesting that in 2020 brought much attention to black culture and the need for community building once again. Let's let, let not that that um, that go away in 2024, 2023. So that's Kwanzaa. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for that summary. And um, <clears throat> some of you, uh, may pronounce those days slightly differently, but I think we all can understand. <laughs> uh, Are you saying I messed up the enunciations? <laughs> but, you know, we all have our own um, inflections and, and way of speaking that represents our, our regional um, heritage. And so, <laughs> Do you speak Swahili? It's all, it's all relative. It's all relative. It's all relative. Do you speak um, any Swahili? I do not. Is your name Swahili? Yes. So you do speak some. So uh, as you can see, the <laughs> Nia uh, Center um, pulls from um, the Nia in Swahili, also uh, Nia in um, 
<laughs> right, Tiny. Right. <laughs> you got to read it for those uh, who are listening only. They can't see it. It says shots fired on the Shy Town Twang. Um, right. So, Saying that yeah. I speak country. I was thinking, there's a kid I have, his name is Kyle. And I don't know if I said it right because I had a, a co worker in New York. And we had a, his name was Kyle. And every time I was saying in the office, my boss would be like, How do you say it like that? Like, I don't know if I'm. St- I don't hear myself saying it differently, but obviously. Right, because it sounds like, you're, what is the, the child's name? K-Y-L-E. How do you say that? Right. It And and say again, say it, say his name. Now. It sounds like you were saying C-O-W. <laughs> See, Latine, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Hey, look, <laughs> you know, again, we all. How do you have- say it? Let me hear you say it. Kyle. Kyle. Okay. Kyle. <laughs> Shout Although out to I Kyle grew up in the mid Atlantic. You know, and, my uh, twin. Ridge, Ridge. I mean, Mount Hebert High School. Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> Latanya uh, <laughs> understands perfectly, and she she heard Kyle. Yes, I'm aware it's Kyle. But but I could see how some you know may misinterpret <laughs> the pronunciation. Um, uh, yes, yes, yes. It, it is it is a love when we you know, and that does actually you know, as the studies have shown, pull from our roots in terms of how we use language and you know the breaking out of the individual sounds and reverberations is more of a European Western way of communicating, and African is definitely more fluid. Um, more, po- more poetic, which does, you know, kind of run the sounds together. And so um, you absolutely are reflecting your heritage and roots. So it's something to be proud of, right? So I'm speaking right. African. I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh. what I said. That's not what I said. See, this is how, this is how it goes wrong, folks. This is how it goes wrong. <laughs> So anyways, thank you for sharing um, the uh, summary and, and of, of Kwanzaa, a very important um, thing in American history and, and, and an important spiritual contribution. And it shows how um, people do have independent agency in advancing things that are spiritually uplifting and that um, there is precedent, precedent and will continue to be spaces for people to innovate in the spiritual space. Um, It's interesting, as I say that, I'm reminded that this past Monday, I had the opportunity to speak to a graduate course at Union Theological uh, Seminary. I was the guest speaker in a class called- uh, Dr. Jewel. (laughs) In a class called Double Belonging. And the the day's topic was on uh, spiritual multiplicity. And so I was asked to come and share a paper I wrote and speak. And um, afterwards, one of the students asked me um, if I ever thought about starting a religion. Um, and, um, you know, that in, in the vein of that, that was something I should consider. And, you know, it, it was an interesting and I appreciate the question because I appreciate all questions because I appreciate dialogue, right? Which is what we do here uh, at the NIA Center. And um, my response was uh, no and yes, meaning no, I don't have any interest and don't feel inspired, called, 
or thinking about starting a religion, uh, which a much bigger discussion of what I think about religion, which we had that day. But I was reminded of Ernest Holmes in particular. Ernest Holmes, who is considered a founder of New Thought teaching, um, teaching that permeates, you know, spiritual centers like Agape, uh, spiritual centers around the country, even some of the teachings in the Unity Church. Ernest Holmes is somebody who's been very influential. And when you study Ernest Holmes, one of the things he was very clear about, he had a clear perspective on religiosity and spirituality and wrote extensively about it. And over time built many, many followers. And he was clear that his whole point of doing this was that he had been exposed to institutional religions the things that he thought were missing the mark. And so he talked about it and he had no desire and did not want to form a religion because religions become institutions that become doctrines and creeds that cannot be changed and everyone must follow this thing exactly. That was the one thing he didn't want. And that's, that's exactly Isaiah what, wants a religion. Isaiah wants a religion. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And so Isaiah wants attention right now. And that is not to be deterred. So anyway, I turn it over to you. Well, I attend to him. <laughs> so uh um yeah, it's it's a it's a big spiritual uh season. Uh well it can be, right? Uh some is a very pagan season. Um you know, the retailers they want us to spend all our money. And you know, who doesn't like gifts, right? Like what's your favorite part of my favorite memory of Christmas? I don't know if my auntie is still on. When I was a kid, I was the only grandchild and only kid in the family for like 13 years. Um and so when they would get together, they would, you know, they would just, you know, have adult conversation that I was able to hear. But I had an auntie, Karen, and uh, shout out to Karen, she rest in peace, who used to always have a joke at the holiday dinner. And so part of my favorite memories of Christmas would be uh, arguing with my uncle over the last of the lamb, a leg of lamb that my grandmother made, um, and then listening to my auntie Karen's jokes. Now, uh, many of the jokes that she has, I couldn't, I wouldn't repeat them, they probably uh, might be considered offensive, some of the language and terminology. But those were great memories, uh, great memories. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward this time, I'll be, I'll actually be in Chicago uh, on Christmas day this year and I haven't been there in many, many years. And so uh, my mom's super excited about that. I'm excited to see her. I think we'll go see Color Purple while I'm there as well. Shout out to Oprah. Um, color purple. Uh, I think I saw that when I was in high school. I think we went as a group to see that in high school. Uh, was it in the 87? Is that when color purple came out? Like 86? In the original one? Yeah. Um, we did. I mean, we did like 25 of us went to the show. No, you know what? I take that back. We that was do the right thing. <laughs> oh my Very different. <laughs> Very different. I think they had those two. Do the right thing. <laughs> Both very much representative of the culture. Important, important works. <laughs> oh. I guess you could associate, and they're both telling a very raw truth. 
to some very, very important dimensions. Because I was trying to think, I was like, why would a group of guys go see Color Purple? That wasn't it. So, no, we went to see Do the Right Thing. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. So, um, very, very, very uh, much in time misogynism at that time. So. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt you all went to go see the color purple. Um, so I wanted to just spend a few moments um, talking. And so um, for for those who are watching live, definitely um, this is intended for your interactive perspectives as well to talk about this time of year, this time of year that um, very much a part of this season is endings and beginnings. Now we talked about it for some people being a challenging time because it reminds them of endings. And others, um, it's an exciting time because they're beginning to celebrate things that are very important to their faith traditions. And from a calendar uh, perspective, we are coming to the end of the year. I, um, it's 15 days left in 2023. And so that's not a lot of time, right? If you mark life by time, as most of us um, who live in the world um, do, 15 days left in 2023. And so even when I say that, I feel something in my body. And, yeah. and that's interesting. And, and so what is that about when I say there's, there is only 15 days left in 2023? And I have this visceral reaction, a really embodied feeling. What is that? And why does that? Why is that? What does that really mean, right? And so what? Yeah, I kind is, of feel it like right up in here, something in there. I don't know what. When you said that, like, what am I? I don't feel like I'm missing it. I, I look forward to 2024. Um, uh, I'm excited. So there's 15 days until the start of a new year. So for you, you feel like it's exciting. Uh, I don't know what I feel. I just when you said that I was I really connected. I did feel something, but I hadn't yeah. thought about it at the start of New Year's. I was thinking of it only fifteen left. Right, yeah. right. right. Because right. I phrased it as "there's only fifteen days left in 2023," and so that's interesting. But I think not a small thing, right? Of uh, I would I would say that that feeling that I, I couldn't give words to. Um, thank you. We have we have someone else giving us um, some feedback that I think is going to say it much better than I would have said it. Right. That um, Monty B. Third says the unknown is always a little unsettling. Is it expansion in your chest or contraction? And I think in that moment for me, it was more on the side of contraction. And I definitely think it is associated with unknown, right? And so when I said it's only 15 days left in 2023, what is there that is to do that I haven't done? That there's a sense of that for me, right? And so what about you, Mark? What about you all that are listening? Um, do you yeah, think I mean, I don't know that what like is there I only to have do that I haven't to done? Live, right? Like, what, do I, what am I going to do with those 15 days? Right. Um, and will I make a memorable? Uh, will they just go past? Will we be wasted? Will I make the most of them? Uh, uh, 
hopefully I have more than 15 days to live, God, God willing. Um, what was I watching the other day? Oh, was it, was it Chris Rock that was saying, yeah, we watched a documentary and he was saying uh, his father died in his 50s and uh, a lot of black men die in their 50s and uh, hadn't thought about it in that regards. Uh, and this just kind of started going through and uh, uh, most of my friends are in their 50s. We're all in our 50s. Uh, and so, uh, God willing, we'll see several more uh, decades. Um, but who knows? It's not promised, right? And so, the fact that it's something that's going away, I think, leaves the feeling of, but as, as Monty said, the contraction uh, is the. It's not the. It's not an expansion. It's a contraction. Oh no! Only fifteen. Right. Um, it went so fast. Did I? Where did the time go? Those kind of. Thoughts come to mind. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think this is an interesting discussion because we often have these discussions after the new year, right? Okay, it's a new year. Now let's do a reflection on the year that was or what are we going to do? And I started thinking that what about taking an opportunity to reflect while you still have some time to take some action, to think, to be conscious? And so what about during this season, as we celebrate, as we are engaged in community, um, you know, looking at the opportunity that this ending slash beginning presents as we near the end of the year and, you know, how we want to spend these 15 days. Well, how do we want to spend these 15 days? Many of us have patterned and traditional things that we're doing during this time, but which is great but also adding on this layer of, as I move out of 2023, how do I want to move out of 2023, right? Instead of only 15 days, wow, I've got 15 days left in 2023. What am I going to do with it? How do I want to spend it? How do I want to feel? How? What about that? Making an intention around these last 15 days, I want to feel like and crafting a day that brings that to you. Mm. Thinking about how I want to move into the new year on this plane of how I have ended the year. And so as you ponder that, I want to read you a list of some quotes that I found around ending. Maybe think of having like a nice steak dinner. That's what I want to do. <laughs> See, again, something to think about. So that, yeah. so that you can be intentional about creating that energy that you want for yourself, right? Um, that That's how you make the moment, most of now. So I just want to read some of these quotes that I found um, very interesting. And um, I'll read them slowly and pause so that um, you can certainly share in the chat if you have any type of reaction or something comes to mind for you. So the first one is by Louis Luis Lamour. There will come a time Louis Lamore, the, the, the Western writer, Louis Lamore. Absolutely Lamar. correct. Yeah. I don't know him, but apparently you do. Absolutely. There will come a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. There will come a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. The next, Seneca the Younger. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings in. 
Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Great is the art of beginning, but greater is the art of ending. Patty Can you read the first one again? Can you read the first one again? <laughs> I know, I'm still stuck on it. Louis L'Amour. There will come a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. So Patty LaBelle, every exit is an entrance to someplace else. Every exit is an entrance to someplace else. Lousy, L-A-O-Z-I, lousy. New beginnings are often disguised as painful endings. New beginnings oh. are often disguised as painful endings. That's what Monty was talking about, the contraction. Right. But the key word here is disguised. Yeah. Right? It would be expansion. It's, right. It looks like, it, you're right, exactly. Contraction, that's actually expansion. Right. Mitch, Al Mitch Album. All endings are also beginnings. We just don't know it at the time. And I think that this really captures the essence of what all of them are communicating, right? All endings are also beginnings. We just don't know it at the time. And so as we are ending this year, there's an opportunity, in my view, to look at it as the beginning, as Monty B. Third shared you know, as the ex opportunity for expansion, not the contraction, but to be conscious and intentional in our awareness of this in these 15 days, right? In the bigger picture of beginning and endings that you talked about, about, you know, uh, 50s and, you know, what is the physical lifespan and, you know, that ending, right? And so if we take it even to that bigger discussion, around this lifespan, whatever it is, is is a beginning, yes, that has an ending, but that that exit will be an entrance into something else as well. And like every ending and beginning that we're experiencing now, we don't know until we get to the other side of it, same there. But there is a continuum, but we can't see it till we get there. That's the discussion. I thought Patty said it really well. Every exit is an entrance to something. Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, and even if you talk about the physical body lifespan, new beginnings are often disguised as painful endings, that that's a disguise of a painful ending, but it's actually a new beginning, even the ending of the physical body that we know, right? So this endings and beginnings, I think there's a lot of opportunity and, and I'll share the link in the chat of, of these quotes because one of them talks about the world being round and like beginnings and endings, it's really circular, you know, so it's kind of an illusion because there really is no beginning, no ending. Right, exactly. And just the power of that and how we can look at that, the micro, macro level and micro level, right? From any situation in our life that we're dealing with, right? And the ending and beginning of that to our life itself. And so I think it's a very powerful um, principle to really get grounded in and that this time of year uh, gives an opportunity to reflect on that. So interested in other's thoughts um, 
on this topic of endings and beginnings. What does 2024 hold? So for me, I, I'll give my certification. I'll complete my teacher certification in 2024. Hold possibility for new opportunities to contribute in education. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like so it'll be an ending to the coursework that you've been doing in the beginning to a certification and what opportunities that presents. Right. Yeah. So there's an ending and a beginning there as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, the last three years, particularly you know, professionally for me, they've all it's been very different. Like different courses, new courses, new schools. And so I don't know what next year holds in terms of uh, where I'll be assigned and what I'll be teaching. Uh, they're going through course registration now. So we'll guess know in a couple of months what that looks like, um, uh, what the demand is for the courses I teach. So, um, so it, 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 you know, I think it's an interesting time. The, uh, the new beginnings, as you know, Monty talked about the, the unsettling, the unknown being a little unsettling. But also, I think it's you know, what I got from your quotes is uh, how you phrase it is powerful. You know, the context that you put it in gives you a, you have a certain feeling. So like, you know, Patty's every exit is interest in something new uh, gives me a different feeling than uh, we only have 15 days left. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, here's another one that I that I love from C.S. Lewis. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. Now we might be dating ourselves because I don't know if the kids still have monkey bars on their playground. They might have deemed yeah, I think not. I think a lot of the parents vetoed the monkey bars. Too yeah. dangerous. Their too kids falling. Everybody I, I know was falling off a monkey bar in their life. <laughs> right. Oh, I love the monkey bars. I loved them, loved them, loved them. So anyways, let me start back at the beginning. Getting on, over over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. Can't cross the monkey bars without letting go. I mean, if, if you are grew up at a time where there were monkey bars, you can remember, if not yourself, others there holding on, like, I don't know if I can make it to the next rung. <laughs> Afraid to let go. And you're watching and you're like, just let go. You can do it. You'll get to the next one, but you got to let go. So getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. And I would say not just getting over a painful experience, that life in general is much like crossing monkey bars that you have to let go of some things in order to move forward, which is essentially what is captured in today's affirmation. What are you willing to release to be able to move forward? And yeah. so endings and beginnings. What are you looking forward to in 2024? Well, that's a good question. Um, I honestly haven't thought about it. 
Um, I don't have any big goals or mile markers for 2024 like you did a, a, around school and such. Um, some additional clarity and peace. That's what I'm looking forward to. Clarity on anything specific or? Just on, on all things life. <laughs> yeah. On, you know, the what the, the, the what's next to continue to, to get further clarity on the, the next that's unfolding in my life. That's 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 what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I don't normally like to make what do they call those things you make at the beginning of the year? Resolutions. What resolutions, yeah. Resolutions. Uh, but I do, I do, I am going to release weight in twenty four. You're going to release what? You froze. Some weight. Some weight. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyone else want to share uh how they're thinking about this time of ending and new beginnings coming up over the next coming days and things that they're thinking and looking forward to and looking forward to releasing and, uh, the ending that they're looking forward to becoming a new beginning, right? You know, as, as we hopefully have shifted our, our, our perception of endings and beginnings today, at least <laughs> put a little crack in it to not have that contraction um, and, and really uh, center more on the expansion of possibility. Anyone else have any thoughts that they want to share? So please put them in the chat. Well, I, I, this has been useful for me to be in discussion around this. And um, I, I don't feel yeah. contracted now, right? And and I'm excited to think about um, how I want to feel. And as a result, what I am going to be doing have in these next 15 days of 2023. Um Cheryl D.C. Joyce says, I usually set New Year's Eve resolutions, but I haven't created them yet. Well, Do you stick you know, to them when you set them, Cheryl? Do you, do you hold to those resolutions and actually do them in the new year? So the question was, do you actually do those things that you set as resolutions in the new year? Basically, do you find it helpful, useful? Does it set up a course of action? for you a path and some. Cheryl DC Joy responds some some and so it is with life right and so it is yeah, and I'm not I'm not pro or con on that I mean I think everybody uh um you know gets to do what they think works for them I just I haven't found that it works for me and I don't know why it's it, probably some other conversation um uh that that uh, that needs to change right uh, Auntie had something up there. Go ahead. Put it up. I love the statement about the world being round and that we don't end, we just keep going around. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a good one. Was that yours, Nate? Was that your quote? Or was that it was my yes, my my summation of someone else's quote. <laughs> <laughs> my takeaway from someone else's your, quote. It is uh, your paraphrase, huh? <laughs> and then Cheryl DC Joyce, I think it's important to set goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to have flexibility um, around if they don't turn out as as you as you um planned. Like you said, some, you know, because life changes, your ideas change, things happen. 
And so I think you set goals and then, you know, and, and then you're agile in the moment, which is the work that Cheryl does and teaches other people about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goal setting, you know, is, uh, is, can be important. I think affirmations, you know, in terms of firm, uh, what it is, uh, what is, what does that say? Uh, Tanya, I'm working on my ideology. I think as it relates to time, man determined time, we have been enslaved to this construct called time. Time is continuous. As far as my focus for today and beyond is just to allow, allow the creativity of the Holy Spirit to manifest within me. Tanya is such a sage. You're such a sage, Tanya. <laughs> Shy town in the house. Thank you. Um, Thank you for that contribution. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yes, time is continuous, right? And so the fact that we think that there isn't enough or that it's ending uh, is a fallacy in itself. You're right. So as we um, think about this, I share the insight plus application equals results. And to just remind people that our 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 talks at Sacred Space Sunday are meant to um, initiate some insight, insight from the conversation. And this is why it's mutual insight. It's no one one sage on the stage. It is, is that we are all sages in our own rights. And so it, it is the collective insight from this programming that hopefully it's, inspires us to affirm things that we know in our heart or open up and remind us, reconnect us to some things that we know. But it is through the application that transformation occurs. It is only application of the insight where transformation is possible. So talking alone and teaching alone does not shift. It doesn't change. It's the application. And so each week we bring an application of our insight to support you with real results in your life today. Um, not in the next life, in this life. And, um, <laughs> and, this, and this time continuum. <laughs> this time continuum, this physical body, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in this verse of the multiverse, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the application for today is really to just do some journaling. Um, as Mark says, free writing, free writing. And he can remind you in a moment what that looks like. And so the, the opportunity is to make a list of situations in your life that you thought were endings that became new beginnings. So maybe that's something that was um, for you at the time in the moment, a painful ending or a, a chaotic thing that ended or stressful or whatever it was, or even if it was a positive ending, but situation in your life that you thought were endings, but really they became new beginnings to something that was even greater. And then to just take some notes for yourself about what this taught you and what this reminds you of that can teach you about your expectations for the future. As we said, these endings and beginnings, it's the cycle of life. It's a continue. It's going to continue, right? Whether you want it or not. And so what is the insight that you could bring to it now from your own experience, from your own lived embodied experience? Anything come to mind for you, Mark? Yeah, I thought about when I got laid off from uh, in New York. 
and at the time it seemed it was very traumatic. It seemed like, oh no, how does this happen? Where did this come from? Uh, and then it opened up the possibility for me to explore a new career in education. So uh, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Great, great. Yeah, that's fantastic. That That's a, that's a wonderful example. Um, and since you said something in the professional realm, it, it, it reminded me of a professional. There was an opportunity um, for a role, um, which seemed, you know, for me, the first time a role at this senior, senior level and great um, opportunity for authority, kind of like, you know, a dream job in terms of the position description. And there was just something about it that I just was like, it's not the thing. It's not the thing. And deliberated and blah, blah, blah. And finally said no to it and was like, did I do the right thing? And, you know, it was a new beginning because it really, like you said, set a path for a whole different set of things that um, happened in my life and going, you know, and starting the PhD program and ultimately getting a job that was similar in nature, but a much, much, much better situation. And so, yeah, um, like you said, you know, um, the, the, the endings, the, the painful endings that are disguised uh, that are actually um, beautiful new beginnings. So I, I think that that's great for us to be thinking about as we, as we end and begin uh, this cycle this year, this calendar year. Yeah. Anyone else? I think we have some other comments here. Nope. Uh, well, Cheryl D.C. Joy said, time allows us to align and connect. Every day, every moment, every breath, the opportunity is there. Every breath is an opportunity to align and connect, for sure, for sure. It's, it's, it's having the um, consciousness and intentionality to do so. Um, so that's why every, every breath is a gift. It's an opportunity to do just that. So, all right, uh, family, our sacred space family, it is 12.08. And with that, we say happy holy day season. We say happy new year. We say blessings of oneness, love, and joy. And so, Mark, um, do you want to give us some words for our, our closeout? We might do some pop-ups between now and the end of the year. And so be following us with all of our social media accounts um, because you never know when we might pop up to just say a word and say hello or share a thought um, or something funny or inspiring. So stay <laughs> connected to us um, through Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You have our podcast. Um, give it as a gift. Um, give it uh, as a gift. <laughs> age, educate, and empower. You can find it wherever you choose to get your podcast. And you can still join us on our Facebook um Allverse group where we love your contributions as much as our own. And so, Mark, yes, um, yes dear heavenly, heavenly father, mother, being God, we thank you for this opportunity to come together in fellowship and share and exchange of ideals and oneness and connection and love and joy. We thank you for all of the great possibilities.
uh, that are, are coming forward in these beginnings that we'll be facing, right? In these new beginnings, not the endings, but these new beginnings and all the possibilities, opportunity for connection and alignment and clarity and restoration, and rejuvenation, peace, right? And we thank you for the significance of honoring you and trusting that you are all-knowing, all-seeing, all all-present, and that uh, we put all of our trust and that everything that is uh, is, is sourced, uh, is contained, uh, uh, you are, you're a part of it and creating it and the abundance that uh, that is, uh, is our birthright um, and everything is, is abundant, uh, love and joy and peace and, and health and, and uh, prosperity, uh, <clears throat> connection, or those that will be traveling over the holidays, give them safe travels to and from at times with their loved ones and friends, family be uh, enjoyable, be fulfilling, right? be nurturing, uh, let it be uplifting, right? Let those coming to the 2024 with, with tidings and goodness and gladness and cheer, right? And bringing that forward and spreading that love and joy and cheer in the world. We thank you for peace in the Middle East. Thank you for peace in the Eastern European section or and all of those that are in struggles right now. We thank you for uh, sending your angels and guides to protect them, uh, give the guidance to the leaders, in terms of how to operate and, and integrate uh, in this wartime, Lord, we ask you just to protect those innocents that are being affected uh, and give those that are in charge, right? Give them really good divine guidance on making choices that minimize the impact to the innocents. <clears throat> we thank you for um, those that may feel alone during this time, you're annoying, sending an angel or something to remind them that they aren't alone, that they're thought of, that they're loved, um, <clears throat> that they're cared about. Uh, and Lord, we just thank you for all that is to come. Thank you for these new beginnings and this new day and this new week, this new possibilities that are presented as we wrap up 2023. In your name we pray, amen, and so it is. Amen, Ashe, and so it is. Peace. So, with love and peace. And vegetable grease now? Do we have to say vegetable? <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one before, Nate. Did you make that up? And, and, yeah, and, and plant-based grease. Um, and plant-based grease. <laughs> right. Love, peace, and plant-based grease. In 2024, yeah. Uh, Don Cornelius is rolling over in his grave. Plant based grief. Yeah. See you in 2024, inshallah. All right, baby. Love you. <laughs>